is a bonus episode. This is a bonus episode. Because we had such a lovely chat with Nikki and we had a very one long episode. So we said, you know what? Let's give our people a bonus episode. Bust it up into two pieces. Yeah. And this is like more educational. So I'm pretty pumped about it. So honestly, I learned so much. I learned so much. And I'm, yeah, I was just, it, it was just all good, such good vibes. And she's just like a ray of like happiness and light. She is. And if you were in the studio with us, you would have seen us just like stare, like we just like little school kids, just like in awe, like tell us more. Um, so here is some terminology that she taught us about indigenous peoples in Canada. The class I was in was terminology. And so we were going to talk about that a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, terminology is one of those funny things that like, it's hard to know Mm -hmm. if, again, if it doesn't apply to you, if you're, if you're not active in it, like an indigenous community of some sort, right. Whether urban indigenous community or whatever, right. Mm -hmm. You don't really know. Right. And there, and it has changed so much so quickly. It's impossible to keep up with. Mm -hmm. Right. Even for, even for us. Okay. Just saying, (laughs) even for us. And so we just stick to our own names. Right. And whatever the government keeps telling us that we're being called this year or that year or whatever. Right. Like, so we started out as you know, as Indians. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and there's a couple of bodies of thought around why we're called Indians. Maybe Christopher Columbus got lost and thought he was in India. Mm -hmm. Um, There's another body of thought that says, that the writings of the explorers of Christopher Columbus and people on his, like in that time frame, that early 1400s, or late 1400s, early 1500s time frame, talked about how innocent kind of these. And so we're talking about indigenous peoples in like the Caribbean. Okay. Oh. Christopher Columbus never, this is a th- another thing. Christopher Columbus never set foot on mainstream America and mainland America, right? He was in the Caribbean. His people came, right, into yeah. the Americas. But Oh, so he like, was never he actually. He never was really a person on the <laughs> So I, I, I still like question like, wait, what? I know. So he was Why in the Caribbean. They they did that. That. I know. It doesn't serve any purpose to teach it accurately, okay. right? It doesn't yeah. serve a purpose. So it's whatever. He discovered <laughs> these lands mm-hmm. that were really like we're talking about like Haiti and yeah. um, down in, in these islands, right? And I don't know all of the details about that. So okay. I yeah, have so all I kinds of thoughts about Christopher Columbus. When I, he gets in my brain, I just, I'm, I'm like, mm, there's so many things. Um, but so t- terminology. So the other body of thought, because they're coming from sort of, sort of some of those people are Spanish. He's Italian, I think. Christopher Columbus. Christopher Columbus. Not Spanish, but he traveled oh. under the Spanish flag right so he traveled under the like with the authority of spain Mm -hmm. um even though he's not i don't think he's spanish so but that they the description of the indigenous peoples were that they were sort of godly people even though they didn't have a religion per Mm -hmm. se but they behaved in the same way that that god would ask you know that kind of spiritual faith and innocence and helping Mm -hmm. each other and all those things Mm -hmm. and so that's written out in the journals of these explorers right and so there's this other idea that indian comes from the words indios which means of god right like oh and so there's these two sort of and there's no whole way to know for sure i guess which is true so we'll just embrace them all and whatever i was only taught like he, he thought, thought he was, he was going in to, India. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. the and one so, narrative I got. Because you can't teach that Indians are savage if they're of God. Yeah. Right? It's a it's a counterintuitive narrative, right? So a con- contradictory narrative, yeah. you know? And so 
So we started out as Indians, right? That's mm-hmm. the first thing. And then the Indian Act comes into place. And so that has stuck. So mm-hmm. the Indian Act still exists as the Indian Act. Band cards still show certificate of Indian status. Mm-hmm. Okay. In all Canadian legalese, like all of the legislation, all of that stuff, we're referred to as Aboriginal. And mm-hmm. Aboriginal is an all-encompassing term for uh, First Nation, Inuit, and Métis. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um And so that is, some people use that terminology, but a lot of Indigenous peoples that I know will never use the words Aboriginal, largely due to the fact that the the prefix ab Mm -hmm. often negates a thing, right? If you think of like things like absent, abnormal, right? So if you're Aboriginal, it suggests that you might not be the original people. And so there is a conversation about sort of this legal, I don't want to say this, I don't want to miss say this, so, but there's this idea that they've created this legal thing that says we're not original peoples from here, right? Okay. So so that is just a conversation. Who created the term Aboriginal? The, like government, the government of Canada, yeah. yeah. Okay. Makes sense. And so, don't even know yeah. I have that. Yeah, so... <laughs> Um, a white man. There, 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 there is, um, there is the term indigenous. Indigenous mm-hmm. is a global term for the original peoples that, that were on those lands, right? Mm-hmm. Who are intimately connected to the lands wherever they may be in the world, right? So indigenous refers to like, and there are a ton of indigenous peoples, but so we mostly hear about indigenous peoples of Canada. United States, New Zealand, and Australia. Yes. That only makes up 20% of all of the globe's indigenous peoples. 80% comes from all the other places, right? Mm -hmm. Africa, different areas of Asia, right? Like all these continents that have high populations of indigenous peoples Mm -hmm. that we hardly ever hear about. But that's the thing. Indigenous refers to the the global population, right? Mm -hmm. And so... Um, some of these, some of these can be used interchangeably and often do, but recognize that it's all about context of the person speaking, right? That's really what it all boils down to. Um, and so think about who you're referring to and in what terms are you referring mm-hmm. to them? If you're talking about the Indian act, don't call it the indigenous act. It's not that yeah. because it doesn't apply to global peoples, right? It is the Indian act of Canada, mm-hmm. right? If you're talking about legal stuff, it says Aboriginal, use Aboriginal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? First Nations refers to all of the Aboriginal people in Canada, except not Inuit and Métis, mm-hmm. right? Inuit are the people of the circumpolar north, right? Yes. And then Métis are a particular culturally distinct group, mixed ancestry. There's a whole lot of conversation around that. And as a non-Métis person, I don't mm-hmm. feel I have the authority to speak mm-hmm. on it. But there is like this Red River origin of Métis fur trade story, right? And then there's a a bigger story. And I don't know all of that story, so I can't really speak to that. Um, But it is a very distinct culture, and it's a a beautiful combination of uh, Indigenous and French and Scottish, I believe, um, cultures kind of brought together and, you know, beautiful finger-weaved sashes and jigs and music and machif language and you know all these different things that are um it's, it's very cool to learn about and but i'm only in my very early beginnings of learning about metis folk and i don't know hardly anything about inuit mm-hmm. except how to say yes and no and i can't tell you because you can't only you can only see it they don't speak it oh 
Yes, you raise your eyebrows. And no, you crinkle up your face. Like That's, you crinkle huh. your nose. I love it. Like, yeah. So, so you don't say it's yes very, you don't say anything. Just like, you just, yeah, raise your eyebrows like when you're happy or like you're like surprised at something and you just maybe raise your eyebrows. In life now, it's, you know how like some, when people ask you something, your face automatically. Yeah, it kind of does that. Now I know what my actual body is trying to say to me. Yeah. Yes, sometimes attention. I'm maybe like, I'm thing. a yes person, but I feel like sometimes I'm like, yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and so, but the, the best thing is like, if you don't know, just ask somebody, right? Ask a person of the, of the nation or the culture or the people that you're trying to talk to or about or whatever. How do you refer to yourselves, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what's your name for you? Because that's really the best name. Always, always. That's the best name. Obviously there's a, so in social media, you'll see like, this is a reclamation and, and this is what's happening a lot across North America, not like all of Turtle Island, not just in Canada, mm-hmm. um, is that there's a reclamation of the word Indian. And when you see it on in written documents, sometimes you'll see the letters N D N and it's, you say Indian, but it's just three letters. Right. Um, and so I- indigenous folks who are reclaiming that title, yeah. they're like as their own, they're like, no, this is how I'm referring to myself. You'll see NDN on social media a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, in uh, oh, sorry, that's okay. I can edit out sounds. Yeah, um, I'm really good at editing. <laughs> and so, so those are some of the ways to talk about like, like the people. Mm-hmm. And so, there's different things in terms of like when we say like indigenous peoples, mm-hmm. there should be an S. Yeah, because there's not one indigenous people, right? Which is what the government has done. The First Nations is the indigenous people, right? But that's oh. like there are like indigenous peoples, right? There are multiple individual groups with very distinct cultures and languages and identities and ways and practices and mm-hmm. clothes and all those things, laws and re- spiritual beliefs and whatever, right? Um, and so. So referring to indigenous peoples, mm-hmm. right, is a very important piece. Um, often we refer to, to each other as nations. And when we hear the government talk about a nation to nation relationship, it's really tricky because air, like the Mohawks are one nation. The Anishinaabek is another nation. The Cree, the, like they're so. So how is it when the government says nation to nation, what, what does that mean? What exactly. do they I, want it to mean? Do they know? I don't know. No I don't know if knows. anybody knows. Like, because. They're just saying words us, they think people like. For us, it means as a government of Canada, you're going to speak to the Mohawk nation. Then you're going to speak to the Anishinaabek mm-hmm. nation. This is my own perspective on it. I can't speak for everybody. This is how I see it. You're going to then go, go to the West Coast and speak to the. You know, and then you're going to go to the East Coast and then you're going to go to the Plains and then you're going to and you're going to speak to each individual nation. Mm-hmm. That's nation to nation relationships. That's the relationships we had with each other before Europeans came here. Right. And so so it makes it very tricky when we hear this nation to nation conversation. What does that look like? Because it's not one indigenous nation. That's mm-hmm. not the thing. Mm-hmm. There are a ton of indigenous nations and, in, you know, within Canada alone. You'll hear the term band or band mm-hmm. council. Right. So the band council has been um, an imposed governance system uh, put in place by the government of Canada um, where hereditary systems or any other previous types of governance structures were in place. 
Um, and it's pretty cool. In Tainanega, we have uh, archived documents of when that happened. Oh, wow. And how that happened. Mm-hmm. And it's all super sketchy, but of course. But anyway, <laughs> I'm not going to go into that conversation. But So just know that a band council are administrators of the Indian Act, right? They're administrators oh. of monies coming from the government, Indian Affairs Canada, into the community. Um and they're administering that. Like, is it going to infrastructure, like mm-hmm. roads or education or water or whatever, right? And how does that look and how can we make that happen, right? Um, and I don't know how how any of that runs. I just know that's what the band council does. Um, I couldn't speak to the goings-on. Is of- it? I, I can't remember. So are there two councils? There's the band council and then there's... In a lot of communities, there are traditional councils traditional still councils. in place. Okay. Some communities only have band councils, though. Oh, Not okay. every community still has a traditional mm-hmm. governance structure in place. Yeah. Um, you know, and this is where some of the conflict comes in place when we think about events like um, maybe Caledonia, where there's a band council who might have a little bit different agenda than the traditional mm-hmm. council, right? Um, and so sometimes it's really hard for those two governance structures to work together mm-hmm. if ever sometimes they might never i don't know i don't know the goings on as of six nations so i don't want to speak to yeah. that but i know that sometimes those things are in conflict mm-hmm. you know and so um what i do know is that rights treaties that were signed to grant land and rights to indigenous peoples were granted to indigenous um uh what we would call traditional systems of governance. Oh. Those traditional governments were in place at the time of those things, mm-hmm. those treaty negotiations. And now later after the fact, there were band councils. Now today there are still treaties being negotiated across the country. Mm-hmm. Those are often um, being negotiated with band councils. So there's a lot of controversy within all of that, right? Yeah. Uh, within community. And it's a very, it's very complex. This is the only word I have to describe all yeah. of it is this complex, right? Recognizing all of those things is like, and the differences therein mm-hmm. and how they impact community and how they impact rights uh, is very different. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so I, I I'm not saying it's, it's good, it's bad or whatever. It's, that's the way it is. And there's a lot of com- complexity to it. Yeah. Um, and it's not easy to just say, oh, this should be that way because of this, because there's so much more to it than just that. Right. That's the biggest thing. You know, there's obviously there's terms to avoid. Yes. Right. And I feel like we should all know those by now. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to say like, don't. So, oh, here's one that is often used still the word tribe. We don't use the word tribe in Canada. That's a very American thing. They still do that in America. They use Native American. We don't use Native American here. Um, they, still, the word native is very often acceptable by most people, but it's kind of been co-opted, right? Like, so now if you were born in Canada, you're a native Canadian, right? Or you're born in Belleville, you're a native. What is the word? Belvagus? Belvillian? Belvillian? Yeah. I'm like, I don't, I don't know, know this word. Um, I, wasn't I don't know. Yeah. I wasn't born here either. <laughs> So if you're born in Toronto, you're a native Torontonian, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um. But you taught us words too and and like words you don't think about like chief. You shouldn't. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this is a common thing to do. If you have a friend in your group Mm -hmm. who is maybe, um, often it's a bigger indigenous 
male. Mm-hmm. You, your friends might call you chief. It's not really socially acceptable to do that. They may be okay with it, but they may just not be willing to say anything, right? Like they may not be able to say, hey, that's not okay. Don't call me that, right? So check in maybe with your friends and be like, is it okay? And I will tell you just socially, it's not really, right? There are chiefs. It's a title and it's a title of responsibility, Yeah. right? It's a title of respect and responsibility. And that, that title has roles, you know, and unless you're actually treating your, your person like that. Don't call them that. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's not the thing. Or like papoose. Oh, what a cute little papoose. Right? What is That's, that? what is I've that never heard baby? that word before. Yeah. Oh, oh. It's such a, like my mother's generation. That was a very common term. And of course, squat. And so they, they, these were not all intended originally, like, to be derogatory terms, but have become derogatory mm-hmm. terms over time, mm-hmm. right? In the way that they've been, how, how they've evolved. Yeah. Right? I, was, I was like, what is the word yeah, here? Yeah, how they've yeah. evolved. And so, and, and I'm sure we've all followed the, the because you kind of can't get away from it in, in the media, like the whole um, renaming of football or yeah. Yeah. mascots or whatever, yeah. like, um, you know, just to bring it into a place where those become out of, like, those are not acceptable terms. And there's lots of debates as to why, right? Yeah. Lots of reasons why, why there are people who are like, oh, no, it's not really disrespectful. But if you see the way people dress and behave, it's pretty disrespectful. It's, it's you know, yeah. and so no. just look if at a you tailgate were, party. Like yeah. you yeah. see it. It's yeah. not good. And I mean, that that's come through, right? That's come through a phase. And I think we're on the other side of that now. But when somebody says to you like, oh, that's a really offensive term to me. Don't justify mm-hmm. why it's not right to say, oh, I'm so sorry. And move yeah. on and like whatever, yeah. right? Like just get on with it and accept that that's an offensive term. Because one of the things I, I would say is that it's not up to us to determine, and this goes across all things, not just for indigenous peoples. It's not up, up to me to determine who you are mm-hmm. and what's offensive to you, yeah. right? Or you, right? Yeah. So, so if somebody says that's offending me, it could be from an experience they've had. It could mm-hmm. be from a trauma. It could be whatever, right? Just respect that. Yeah. That's, what, that's a good human it, being to it's do. It's actually so interesting because, for instance, like as as uh, like an LGBTQ, like I've been called a dyke, and I'm like, no, I'm like you can't say. It. I'm like one, you can't say that. Like people identify as that, and like you're not saying it in a nice way. Mm-hmm. So how about no? Yeah, and and it is like educating people mm-hmm. on that. But I find, I think across a lot of aspects of life now, people get defensive when mm-hmm. you tell them no you can't right you, sh- you shouldn't say that and and I hope people more so now take it as a learning yeah opportunity and and that's the that's the real important thing right the other piece is not to expect your indigenous or black or person of color mm-hmm. or lgbtq friend to be the person to educate you yeah, yeah. right that's not their job mm-hmm. That's your work to do, yeah. right? As mm-hmm. their friend, as their colleague, as their boss, as whatever, mm-hmm. right? That is your work to do to understand. And there are a ton of resources available on all of those topics today, right? Mm-hmm.